All right. Let me, let me start off with this. Okay. I uh, I want to get your opinion on something. All right. Uh, I watch way too many of those uh, relationship videos on YouTube and such. But this guy brought up a, a good question. I don't know if I've talked to you about this before or not, but we'll just do it today in case I haven't. Okay. Do you agree that in the Western world, we teach little boys how to be good boyfriends, fiancés, and husbands? Like, we teach them how to, you know, you open the door for the lady, you know, you pay for the first date, you ask them out, you ask them to dance, you know, uh, you do all these little nice things for them, you buy them flowers, uh, you know, you, you you do all these little nice things for the woman to make her, you know, to to to, to keep everything, you know, um, spicy, and you can so they'll, they'll, they'll love you kind of thing. Do do you agree that we teach our sons those things? I don't think we do. Okay, let me say, do you think we I, do any more, or that we used to? Oh, I think we used to absolutely. I mean, that's part of the reason I, to this day, carry a hanky. One, it it just makes sense, but. Uh, my grandmother always said a gentleman carries a hanky. You never know when you're going to need one. And she talked about how men of a certain era would always have a handkerchief. They always have like three things. Mm -hmm. They'd always have a good pair of dress shoes that you could, a good pair of dress shoes, a suit, mm -hmm. at least one suit, and always carry a handkerchief. Okay. And I, I took that to heart. Uh, but at, honestly, I do. I believe that we do not... We used to teach that, but I don't think we do that anymore. Okay. Now, let's go with the used to, because I'm, you and I aren't young enough to know if they do that anymore. Neither one of us have boys, so we're not too sure if they still do that or not. But I'll, right. take, I'll take your opinion on it. Mine is that I think we still do. It's just not as, um, as harsh as it used to be. I mean, it used to be, you know, your, your dad or your mother would tell you, that's not how you treat a woman. This is how you do it, blah, blah, blah. And your grandmother would tell you, this is how you treat a woman. Your uncles would tell you, this is how you treat your woman. And aunt, all that. That's how it used to be. And that's how I got, that's how they taught me. You know, this, these things you do, things you don't do. Right. But, but on the flip side, do you think we teach our little girls how to be good girlfriends, fiancés, and wives? Uh, no. <laughs> I think that's also another thing of the past. Um, it's another reason, like, you know, Cashel is, uh, I mean, we joke, but Cashel is uh, 11 years younger than me. Mm -hmm. And she thinks it's such an old man thing. And even Eloise uh, teases me about it, mm -hmm. my daughter. But uh, I know you probably, when uh, see, I was raised around all women. Yes, you were. So uh, my grandmother and my mom raised me. I only had sisters, only have sisters. Right. And, uh, and my dad was, uh, you know, he started his other family. So <laughs> he's a rolling stone. <laughs> so my, my main, um, my main, f uh, male figure that I was exposed to was my uncle Rick. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's the one that taught you how to fight, right? No, my uncle Paul taught me how to fight. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Um, he, uh, he, uh, well, he just showed, he just gave me some pointers and, and you know that I implemented, and goddamn if they don't work. <laughs> well, then he taught you how to fight. Then so there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my I, my uncles were uh, were like the male figures, but they weren't uh, they weren't part of my everyday, you right. know. But um, they would tease my uh, my daughter and my girlfriend tease me about like when you're walking on a busy street, uh, the man always walks on the outside, right. And it's just it's just hardwired in me, like uh, like when I'm walking with Eloise, and like I you know she always wants to 
be on the right side of me when we're walking. So sometimes she'll just automatically go to the right and I go, what are you doing wrong? And then she'll see and she'll go and get on my left uh, when we're walking on a busy street. And then when I'm walking with Cashel, I just kind of automatically just kind of gently guide her to my left. And I take the outside. She's like, oh, my God, you're such an old man. That's well, it's 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 hardwired into me. You do realize that there's more to it than that. That also came about because and, and I don't know. Well, you'll have to look it up just so you know whether I'm telling you the truth or not. Because the Europeans used to dump their piss and shit out the windows. And if the woman had to be on the inside so she wouldn't get hit by it. Understood. Uh, yeah. well, so, uh, no, some, yeah, I've yeah. told that to some people and they didn't believe me. So that's why well, I said no, because in up. Europe they yeah. just you, you that was part of, you know, they, they piss and shit in the streets. That was like yeah. a, it was, you know, there was no back then there was no um and yet we were the savages. <laughs> there was yeah, there there was no uh sewage system. Right. But that's, that's, um, that's it was also that's part of it. Part of it is if a car comes, you have you know, yeah, you get, rather you get killed. And it was yeah, it was usually you keep your kids or your wife on the inside <laughs> because if you know because there weren't like hard lines like that back then. Mm. If you rather it be you than them, right? And you know, a couple of times it's actually we actually needed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, a part part of it was on the street we lived on, and that's why they're building sidewalks there to this day. So right now, actually. So knowing all of this, how would you teach a young girl? What lessons would you give her on how to be a good girlfriend, fiance, or, or and wife? What things would you teach to her to do? Well, to, to I, be to how to act. I. I really wouldn't say I wouldn't use it to be a good girlfriend or wife. Just be a good partner, period. Just be a good person, because this this actually transit this actually translates to roommates. Mm-hmm. If you have roommates, especially like if you're in college, you know, uh, or friends, you know, just you know the, and it can't help. And, it, and here's something that's kind of lost. I wish high schools didn't do away with home ec. Oh, I do too. It's so. It is so valuable. Yeah, it's so important. I I mean, honestly, when I was like fresh out of high school, because, you know, I had to learn how to like manage a checkbook, even though that's a thing of the past now. Yeah. (laughs) But I had, I learned how to manage a checkbook in my adult age. And as an adult, I wish I had that in home ec. But like when I was fresh out of high school, I knew how to sew. Mm -hmm. Part of it was my grandmother, but. I learned how to sew. I still know how to sew. I knew how to do that too. I've forgotten how to do it, but I used to know how to do that too. I mean, I knew how to cook because my mom taught us early. I mean, we got, I remember one, one uh, Christmas of my, t- when I turned 10, that year I was 10 years old. And for Christmas, I got a kid's cookbook. It was called The Kid's Cookbook. Mm-hmm. And it was like my mom wanted us to learn everything in it. So she let us experiment with stuff and cook and, you know, and that's how we learn how to cook. We were latchkey kids. We were of the age of the, right. probably the last era of latchkey kids. So, uh, well, you are, we yeah. are the last era of that, of true. And I mean, true latchkey kids where your mom and daddy didn't come home for hours after you got home. Not yeah, like I, you're yeah, in I would, for like at six, you're in there at like three and they're home at four. No, no, no. They might not be home till eight o'clock at night. You yeah. Know? We'd leave at the same time for school and work or they leave a little bit before us. We wouldn't see them till dinner time. Yeah. And we had like four or five hours to kill after school before they got home. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we learned how to cook. But um, home ec was so valuable for that kind of shit. I mean, I learned how to do a lot of the stuff 
before that, but it did. I did learn a lot of things out of home ec. I, I wish they didn't do away with that. I, I mean, it's it's yeah. look as it's looked at as passe or for girls, but it, it was a lot. And my, when I took it, there was a lot of you know it was a required class. Yeah, it so was. there was boys and girls in there. God, we're old because I do remember having to take that class as a requirement, not as like a, it wasn't a. Uh, what, what do you call it? It wasn't, it wasn't an optional. elective. Yeah, it an elective, elective. That's the term. No, it wasn't. I had to take it, and I had, we had to bake cakes, and we had to make yep. all kinds of different foods, and we had to sew clothes. Yep. And that's 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 actually where I learned how to you know sew stuff. I I forgot about it years. You know, like now I don't remember how. I mean, I'm sure I could still do it. It would just take a while for the for it to kick back in. But but what I mean by that, you know, just to get back on track here, is this. Like I said, I gave examples on how to be a good boyfriend and you gave good examples on how to be a good father, good husband and that kind of thing. You know, the hanky and the walking on the inside thing, you know, those little things. Right. From my experience, even though I, we have I have one female uh, cousin on both sides of the family, just one, you know, my, my cousin Heather on my mom's side, my cousin Cherie on my dad's side. Everybody else is a boy for some odd reason. I. I never, I don't remember anybody ever teaching them or telling them what would be required of them to make them a good girlfriend, fiance, or wife. I just remember them just saying, just show up. Because women, I think, a lot of times feel like they don't have to do anything. They just have to show up and accept the the, the gifts and the love and all that. They don't have to do anything in order to keep a man's attention, to keep him around. They just have to show up. And uh-huh. that's what I mean by that. It's like they're, they're just like when you go overseas or you go down south, and I mean south of the border, they teach the women, okay, you're gonna need to learn how to cook, you're gonna need to learn how to dress a certain way, you're gonna need to learn to act a certain way, you need to talk a certain way. You know, this this will help you secure a good boyfriend, a good fiance, a good husband, a guy who will work himself to the bone for you. You know, you know, if he's hungry, you know, you need to feed him, do this and that, 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 and the other. But here in the Western world, I don't I don't see, I've never seen that. I've never seen a, a girl be taught how to be a good girlfriend, fiance, or wife. And I, I, I sometimes wonder if, if, if some of them even think they have to do anything. They just have to be there. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what I mean. So what would you teach them? Would you teach them what I said? Like, you know, you got to learn how to cook, you got to learn how to clean, you got to learn how to wash the clothes. And I'm not saying that that is a task that they do by themselves and only they do that task, but it is nice if the, if the clothes are piling up, you know, that, you know, she'll take them down and wash them because, you know, with Steffi and I, the clothes pile up, you know, I wash them. You know, yeah. I don't fold them or put them up because I'm shitty at that. And plus, I don't know where half her shit goes anyway. Um, so I just wash them, put them in bags, and then she'll put them up, you know, teamwork. You know, if, the, if there's dishes in the sink, I'll take care of the dishes in the sink. You know, I'll try to clean the kitchen. If my paint's not too high, I'll get in there and clean up the kitchen the best I can. Uh, the dog has had the, the, just this awful diarrhea these last couple of days. I don't know how the hell she caught it. Ugh. And I've been steam cleaning all over the house all the last two or three days. You know, I didn't ask her to do that. The only thing with the animal she does is she cleans the cat litter box, you know, and it, 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 it's teamwork, but there are some women who, who who literally wouldn't even do those things. I've seen women talk about how they want the man to not only make the money, but do all the household work, do all the maintenance on the cars, do all the yard work, take them on lavish vacations, and then never list what they're bringing to the to the relationship, what they bring to the table. 
Yeah, I kind of get tired of the, well, you got me. Yeah, exactly. What does that mean? That's bullshit. (laughs) But I've never understood. Does that come from a, from, see, I've always wondered, does that come from a father being too loving with their daughter and since calling them pretty and princesses and daddy will do everything for you kind of thing? And then they expect men in the wild. And I say that intentionally, and the men in the wild to treat them like their father treated them by buying them everything and telling them how pretty they are and their princes and all that. Is that part of it? Or that they don't have a father and they don't know what male love is? It's got to be one of the two, right? Well, it's a twofold. I think part of it would be uh, that princess thing. And I tend to... uh, I got to sometimes fight myself because, you know, Eloise is my only child and she's, you know, she's just my pride and joy. So I get, I, but she's not like so much a prince because we make her do stuff and teach her to do stuff. But look at, God, it's a risk of sounding like a fucking old man. Look at at the, look at what's, um, what's being celebrated now. You know, look at WAP, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring. I mean, yep. that kind of shit celebrated. Uh, that was a little bit. I mean, in part, it wasn't like all mean. It wasn't all Heather, but that was one of the gripes I had about our 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 marriage. Is that I I don't I like a little bit of order and a little bit clean, and she's quite the opposite. But she's, you know, yeah. I grew to resent her because what ended up happening over the years is that I was responsible for constantly picking up after her and Eloise. Now, Eloise is a child. That's just what, that's part of the, part of the gig. Yeah. But I was cleaning up after Heather too. And it got to a point to where they knew or Heather knew, uh, well, Damon won't let this last for long. So I'll just leave it because eventually it'll get clean. And I grew to resent her for it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you know she would deny it and deny it, but you know a year after we split up, she's <laughs> we're talking and she was like, you know, I didn't realize how much you did until you weren't here to do it. Yeah, until the house <laughs> looked like a like a bomb went off on it. Yeah, and because what what happened is that I would I would put out little messy fires all week long, and then every Sunday was like a day we all had to, or Saturday we had to spend two three hours cleaning up. And I was like, why can't we just maintain it a little bit so it's just a small cleanup at the end of the week or or none at all? I, I hated know. the fact that we people couldn't just drop by because I I was like, well, we got I gotta spend two hours cleaning up when you know, you know, now it's just you know, someone's stopping by, come on through. I'm you know, the house is clean or or I could take spend 10 minutes and I'm ready for a company. So it's like uh, I grew to resent her because of it. And it was just part of, uh, but a lot of women, women don't, you know, and, and men too, but it seems to be unfairly, but what it is, what it is. And women are more expected to just generally take on that role. Now I'm not saying you cook and clean. I'm saying, why can't right. we both do it? Exactly. And it's like, and when you, and if you notice on these shows, whenever the man, a man asks the woman, what do you bring to the table? They always get angry. Yeah, they always get angry, and it's like, okay, so a dude, so you have your your what does a man bring to the table? The man's got to be six four. Man's got to have ripped abs. He's got to be at least nine to nine to twelve inches long, you know, in between the legs, and and and, and he's got to make he's got to make over hundred thousand dollars a year. 
but we're talking about a half a percent of men on the on the planet that, that fit that mold. So right. you have your list. Why can't I have mine? Why can't I require my mate to do certain things or have certain features? Why does that make you so angry? It's like watching um, and I don't want to just go off on a tangent about him because this is, this is a whole podcast on itself, but like what happened to Aries Spears when he when he insulted Lizzo? Oh, it's like yeah. all of a sudden they just dug up shit on this man, all because she's five foot nine and weighs over almost 320 pounds. It's like I, I, I'm, I'm so confused as to what everybody's mad at. He never said she was ugly. He just said she's overweight. And I, yeah. I can't figure that out, you know? But every woman is a queen, but own, but but only men who have money and power and fame and success are kings. Yeah, I don't. I you don't, know what I mean. I don't get it. I've never gotten it. So let me cut that off and let me ask you another one, real quick. Sure. Okay. I was watching uh, uh, this video where this they were talking about how this one uh, Malaysian lady here in America cut this dude's uh, dick off, and uh, another she, one. You know, this is this. I think this is a while ago. Okay. And she uh, threw it in the, in the garbage disposal. This wasn't the, this was not oh, the one yeah. you're thinking of. Not that guy. Not the one who turned into a porn star. But this is a different. No, 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 no. I know you're talking about. It. I know. Okay. I know this. Yeah. I know the story. And uh, so Sharon Osbourne got on the on whatever show that is that she was on, and she's like, "That's that's sad, but it's actually kind of funny." I mean, could you imagine that watching that thing spin around in there and then dissolve? And all these women were laughing. And I thought to myself, if I was on that set, this is exactly what I would have done. I would have, I would have been like, oh, you know what, Sharon? That is hilarious. I mean, could you imagine if I took a knife and cut off both your titties and then threw them into the, into the garbage disposal and watched it spin around? Wouldn't that be hilarious? Man, I think I would laugh until until I cried. Would the audience, don't you think that's funny? And watching the audience turn on me. And oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's just one of those double standards. It's kind of like, you know, remember the Dixie's Chicks? They had a song called, uh, and at the time I was dating this girl lived with that uh she was a big fan of the dixie chicks and mm-hmm. there was a song called you know there was an abusive husband story but earl died where you know it was just like a upbeat upbeat happy song about this woman killing her husband because he smacked her and uh there's no way if the shoe's on the other foot no. there's no fucking way no. it's just you know, it's just double standard you you just you just take you just got to eat because it you know because you know, it's so often the other way. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's I, just I, like, I, I get it. it's just kind of like, uh, you know, like look how long it took before, um, look how long before we, you know, they did away with the Redskins, a fucking racial slur. I know, right? <laughs> For how long has that team been around? Forty years. Yeah, and the the, the, the irony of it all. And then people is... are bitching about it being, oh, I can't believe, but it's a racial slur. It'd be like if there was an imagine. If it was the New York niggas, imagine how long that would take. That should be shut down the next day. And I, I think it's probably because uh, there's more of us. There's only like 16 natives. <laughs> right. Well, here's the, here's the irony. Here's the ironic part of it all. The Redskins, during that whole time, for the last, I think, 20-something years, have been owned by a Jewish man. Oh, That's no. what makes it even funnier, is that of all the people to allow a racial slur... And he fought it. He was pushed back for yeah. years. And it's like, it's like, 
you take a racial slur to your people if I shorten the fact that you're Jewish and I shorten it to Jew. That's a racial slur. But red skin is fine. Think about think about yourself a little bit with that. All I have to do is shorten it to to, to Jew, and and I'm a racist. So I'm anti-Semitic somehow. Well, now, it, Jewish, I don't understand that. Well, there's nothing wrong with the word Jew. It's just it, it's funny. Louis C.K. had a joke about it because you know. It's not is if someone is a Jew, that's what they are. They're yeah, a Jew, exactly. but you, but it's the weird, it's like a weird thing because it's, you know, it's a race and a religion and you can turn it into a slur by just putting a little, a little, a little stink on it. You could say Jew, oh, he's a Jew or he's a Jew. And now it's a totally different meaning. <laughs> it's weird. It's just one of those weird words, you know. The only other one that's like that is, is Japanese, because my yeah. grandfather used to call them Japs, and that's the one that you made my mother flip out on him. I was yeah. like, I think I was like seven or eight, and he said that, and I repeated it. And I remember uh, years after he passed, I was like, I thought about it one day. I was like, all he did was shorten the name. Why is that such a big deal? And then my dad went in this long spiel, and I remember coming back to him going, but if I shorten the Korean to core, that's not the same thing. I mean, I don't, but it, but it's, there's I don't no, quite no, one, get no it. one says it. it, you know, it's not, a, it's not used in any derogatory way. Core. You know, I'm even just saying what, it's just, no one would even know what me. you're talking about. Yeah. But just, I, I know it's just weird. That's all to me. It is, yeah, it is. But it's just one of those things, you know, but uh, all right, one last one, and then we'll get on to what we were watching or whatever else you want to talk about. I got, yeah, I got, I, I got a couple of nice ones, so I'll, okay, I'll do two more then. Now, <laughs> have you seen the reactions, the live reactions? And it's just it's touching actually watching all these little black girls watching the debut of The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, isn't that isn't that isn't that touching? I almost yeah. brought a tear to my eye with one of these girls. Well, she actually fucking started resident rep. Representation. Rep, thank you. My fat tongue sometimes. <laughs> it matters. It really does. Yeah, it does. And what I like about that story is that, oh, if anyone doesn't know, there's a live action, uh, live action Little Mermaid movie, and the uh, it's a musical, of course, because the animated one was musical. But the Ariel is played by a black girl, mm-hmm. uh, Haley uh, Bell. That sounds right. I'd I, I have to look it up, but that sounds. Oh, no. Right. Halle Bell or Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey. Because I know it's close to Halle Berry. But uh, uh, what I like about that story is that the director totally speaks up. He's like, well, uh, it, you know, and, and there's a lot of fake rage, racist rage. Mm-hmm. And, and, and who cares? I Like I've said it a million. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. I don't give a fuck. If if your fake character is a different race, only time I would have an issue with it is if the race of the character is part of the character. Like you know, Black Panther there has to be has to be a black person because has to be from Africa too. Has now. to be from Africa. Yeah. Now there's white people in Africa, but Black Panther. Look, Charlie uh, Theron is not going to play Shuri. Okay, sorry, yeah. that's just not going to happen. That, 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 that's, that's I happen. like I had an issue with the Great One. Uh, or the the ancient one and 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 um yeah and and doctor uh, strange. strange should have been played by an asian man not a white woman he tried so hard to explain it he or whoever directed tried so hard to explain why he did that and it just never made yeah never never made i sense never bought either. his expl- ex- 
never bought it. I was like, dude, you fucked up. You say you fucked up and move on and everybody will forget about it and forgive you. But if you try yeah. to make excuses for it, now people are going to continue to remember it and jump on you for it. Just yep. say you fucked up. You know, say I tried to do it so there wouldn't be that, 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 that Asian trope and I fucked up. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. And then don't do it again. And people will be fine. So, when, yeah, when the person's race uh, is part of it, then that's one thing. But for the most part, I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. And there's this fake rage. There was actually a tweet that someone said, um, well, what about representing the redheaded girls out there? And then a redheaded, redheaded woman said, uh, I don't, I'm redheaded. And she's like, freckles, fire engine wrenches, and I don't give a shit. It's great. I'm just glad they kept her red hair. I don't care what race she is as long as she has red hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a little detail I didn't even notice, but okay. <laughs> I guess that's something to keep. I don't know. Oh, no, but she was she was just pointing out how ridiculous it is. That is ridiculous. And also some of these people were trying to use science to tell you why the little oh, mermaid wouldn't God. be black. It's like scientifically, it's like, dude, it's a mermaid. Stop. Scientific it's like, and it's, little mermaid. Stop. Well, Stop it's talking. Like, it's like the show House of Dragons and the uh, Rings oh, of Power. Yeah, you have know, you have a lot like know. House of Dragons has a black house. Yeah, well, the dude uh, is rich and powerful from what I've heard. Yeah, his wife is uh, one of the. She's a Targaryen. She's white, but his kids and him and he's he's the he's like the ocean master. Mm-hmm. He has all the ships. He's a you know he's one of the big houses. He has the biggest fleet and. Uh, so he's the motherfucking man, is what you're telling me. It was one of them. There's like five, but he's one of them. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, people are complaining. There's black guys, there's black people in in Europe in this because it's like a fictional Europe, a fictional Europe. I By know. the way, who gives a fuck if he's black? There's dragons. So okay, <laughs> so dragons make sense, but a black dude in you know running one of the houses is is a bridge too far. Oh, and then Rings of Power, one of the major elf characters, is black. And people are bitching about that. They're also bitching that your main protagonist is a woman, but who gives it, you know, it's just fuck these guys. I know. I, I, I don't even I don't even know how to I don't I, you know, I don't even want to argue with them. I just want to laugh at them. Because mm-hmm. you're talking about Tolkien's fake world, Tolkien's fake world, and you're talking about a show with dragons. Exactly. I don't want to hear it. Okay. See, and this is see the problem is they never look at it from the other end of the spectrum. How many black folks sat there and ate their popcorn and loved watching the first three, no, six Lord of the Rings with no black people in it nowhere, no people of color nowhere? How many of us sat there and loved it? Oh, look at us. look at Star Wars. Thank you. Look at Star Wars. I grew up watching those movies. You grew up watching yeah. those movies. Uh, they had one black person in the entire universe. Yeah, and then one. When they, and then when these new ones come out, and there's other black people, then they kind of hint that that these black people may be related. It was like, what the fuck? It's a universe of billions of people, and the only black people may be related. Get the fuck out of here! And, but it didn't and, take. And a- it's called woke. And yeah. they're woke because all of a sudden there are black people and pe- Mexicans and I mean, oh my God, there are people other than white people in movies. They're, <gasps> it's so funny. It's all people, all people of color, not just blacks, but all people of color have enjoyed enjoyed a lot of IP that does not show represent them in any way, shape, or form. Right now that the the, the pendulum is swinging the other way slightly, white people have a problem with it. It's just mm-hmm. so fucking hypocritical. 
And when you point it out, they always want to go a different way. Oh, the character, the character. But, you know, it's such bullshit. It is bullshit. And I'm looking at right now, Sempus Servus was a black Roman emperor. So when these white folks start talking about how there weren't black people around that time, there was a there were black Romans on on this that were in the Senate. There were black Romans that fought with Alexander. There were black folks that, that were actually there were, were emperors of the entire Roman army of everything that ran the whole shit show. It's like you guys act like we only showed up during a, a, a slavery from then on. Everything yeah. else before that. You guys weren't around, now, or you guys were just living in your little huts and your little mud, mud, mud well, holes and doing only, that shit. You, know, only you weren't around. Recent, only recently had they they changed the curriculum. Uh, like like Eloise, they learned about Rosa Parks. She learned about, of course, uh, just people in history that I didn't learn about until I was out of high school. Yeah, until mm-hmm. the internet came around, until the internet was a thing, and then yep. I'm finding out all this shit. She's mm-hmm. learning about that now. But remember, when we were growing up, it was all about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, yep. Jim Rosa Crow Parks. and slavery. Yep. Yeah, Rosa Parks, Jim Crow, and slavery. That was had. it. Yep, that's all we got. We didn't learn about Marcus oh, oh, Garvey oh. or none of Jar- them. George, George Washington Carver, that was it. Oh, that's right. The, the peanut man, because it was hilarious that a man could find 300 uses for a peanut, and one of them including soap, which blows, baffles Didn't me. know, didn't know that when he made his money, he became... Uh, decided to become an explorer and founded uh, Centralia in Washington. Yeah, and I didn't also, know that. I didn't know that till I was a fucking adult. Yeah, I also didn't know that of all of his inventions, peanut butter wasn't one of them. Mm. Which I find now that when I first read that, I laughed well, until, my, until my stomach cramped. That he well, didn't think of peanut butter. That's hilarious. Well, the way we know peanut butter, he didn't create, but he did create a peanut butter spread, a peanut spread. Right. Yes. So the he had the concept down, but what we know as peanut butter, he didn't do. But yeah. what he did was basically just grounded peanuts into a paste and then spread it on toast. That's that's what he did. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not quite. It's not exactly what we had. All he yeah. yeah, all he did was ground up peanut butter and add uh, olive oil, and that yeah. that was it. There's just two ingredients. I know, right? <laughs> it's just it's just absolutely amazing, but. Here, here's one more, and then we'll move on. This one, this one is interesting to me because I thought about this one for like a day and a half after this guy mentioned it on this um, when he was doing a out and about questions for people, listening to the women talk about how a man needs to how they don't. This one woman said, "You don't, you don't date, and you, men don't can't date in their tax bracket." You know, I need a a woman needs a man that if she makes thirty grand, he needs to make at least eighty. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't date a man who makes 40, you know, that's just not enough money for you, you know, to, to, to live on, you know, he's got to make more than that in order to provide. So the dude said, so women want to marry up and date up, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, we do. So does that mean on the flip side that men have historically married and dated down? You should have seen the look of utter confusion in these women's faces and the silence that went over them. I've never seen women go quiet faster. Than yeah. having to think about that because that is true. If 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 women are marrying and dating up historically, then aren't those th- aren't those men marrying and dating down? Well, yeah, I, I, you know it's funny. Yeah, by their rationale, yeah, perfect. But, it, it makes but, per- it's okay. perfectly logical. It's symmetrical. But yeah, okay, uh, my you know I don't think she's dating down, but I do okay. I I do fine. I mm-hmm. think I like to think. Um, 
you, you do okay, sir. Stop being humble. You do. Well. Uh, I do all right. I do oh, okay. okay. I would never <laughs> put you on blast like that, but you do well more than well. You do fine. We'll keep you talking. You but Kashyyyk, fake humble motherfucker, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kashel uh, makes considerably more than I do. Why does she have roommates then? What does she have? What does she have roommates? Well, that's so funny because she's not from here. She's she. Her roommates are like two of her friends that actually live in this coast on this side of the country. One of most of her friends are in California, Denver, and South Dakota. Oh, okay. And uh, one of her friends bought this huge house. It's a fucking massive. You've seen the house. You've yeah, been there. I was there. Yeah, it's huge. It, but only three people live there, and so she has the upstairs, and and they have uh, split up the downstairs. So it's like. Um, well, save money, so I guess. Oh, yeah, it's like she, she did have her own place, but she's like, well, he's like, ah, uh, you know, she only needed a room, and uh, you know, and so, you know, why not just live with your friends if you don't really care and just pile money? It <laughs> just it's, it's kind of, you know, I didn't know that, but that makes perfect sense now. I get it. Okay, I get it. I was just wondering if, if I knew she was a, a no, she, of- she, she has room, she had room, she has roommates. Well, I say had because. Her and I are moving in. She's moving in with me, and we're gonna live. She's gonna live here at my little place for about a year and some change until Eloise goes up another year, and then I'm probably gonna buy Buy, another house. Buy another house. Yeah, Yeah. the two of us. I figured you guys were gonna move in. I was just wondering when you were gonna say something. Oh no, no. But uh, I wasn't gonna announce it. But yeah, yeah, next month. Anyway, I uh, knew it was coming. Yeah, I was in. Went across country with her in a goddamn car. (laughs) <laughs> and you and you're still talking to each other, so obviously oh, yeah, we plan on doing it again next. Yeah, year. I was, oh, there you go. See, obviously, moving <laughs> in is the next step. You could manage that without killing each other. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so you know, so she lived. She had roommates because she wanted them, not because she, not because she had to. Right, I, I get that, but so, also, but she, but oh, go she, ahead, I'll go ahead. Uh, yeah, but she makes considerably more than me, and uh, I, I don't think. Well, she doesn't feel it, and I don't feel that she's uh, dating below her station. But uh, if, but, but you know, if that was the case, if if you know, if everyone judged on that, then I guess you know she would be, or I'd be shooting up, and she'd be shooting down. Right. But uh, it's such a it's such a silly thing. I I know someone who uh, was actually a friend of Heather and her brother, but. uh, the guy's pretty much a kept man because his wife is a legit. She makes legit, you know, millions of dollars a year. What and does she do uh, a lawyer or something? I forget what she does. That's a lot uh, of money. There ain't too many and, professionals and, that can get you that. Well, That's... get get this. And they live in New York, so oh, wow. they live in New York, and she's still a millionaire, and she is have that lifestyle. Ooh, she's making money. So he was. So you know, they have a couple kids, and he's kind of. You know, he takes care of the house, even though they have staff, obviously. But uh, why, you know, it all depends on who you marry. There's a lot of women that a judge, like I told you, you know, before I was dating, there's a lot of of these women uh, that have that mindset are like in their 40s and early 50s. And the looks are still there, but you know they're fading because they're older. Yeah, they're not. And now, and now that mentality is like, well, uh, I never got that guy with uh, 
you know, six, seven figures. And, um, and I, you know, I, uh, you know, didn't marry up like I planned. So, but this guy, so now guys like me are looking real attractive right about now. You can't, you can't really, you know, judge by that. It's just, it's just such a shallow, short-sighted way to look at relationships. Well, of course it is. And there are some women who would be, who would be in, 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 in your woman's position and would never have dated you because you're not a step up financially. Right away, no, no. Yeah. You, were, you would be cut out. Even though you make really good money, you don't make as much or more than she does. And I've always countered with this. How many times, like, what was that stupid movie with um, Julia Roberts and uh, that weird guy with that always stuttered when he acted? I want to say Hugh Grant. Yes, yeah, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant. Yeah, yeah, that stupid stutter. It's so funny. Gonna... He he dropped that once his once he got older. But yeah, that stammering, uh, uh, that British shit. Ugh, I fucking I hated, hated it. I wanted, I wanted to, just... to choke the shit out of him. Just spit it out. Like, you glad fucking... it wasn't just me. I used to Dude. eat his movies because that. But anyway. That movie Notting Hill, where she was a celebrity and rich chasing the little bookstore owner. That right. doesn't happen in the real world. That's rare. In the real world, Matt Damon marries a woman who works at a cafe, which he did. Remember? But you'd never see a supermodel making millions of dollars a year like Giselle marrying the supervisor at Rite Aid. She wouldn't super, even look at him twice. Super rare. Um, or look at look at Cher. Cher, I don't know if you remember this, but like during the Moonlight days, so we're talking like late 80s, early mm -hmm. 90s, she dated a guy who had a bagel shop, a little corner. Really? Yeah. I mean, the guy was just a working Joe that had a bagel shop. And uh, we're talking like small, like, you know, you know, have a staff of three people. And and uh, he ended up breaking up with her because his his life was just too hectic dating this woman. And but she, you know, she fell hell, head over heels for this bagel guy, and uh, you can look it up. How does that happen? Well, she actually, you know, she would. I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe, How does a she, bagel guy able to get her attention in the first? Place? I think she went in there, and you know, they just struck it up. But I don't know how. I mean, you'll have to look it up, but. Yeah, yeah was, that's that's something you write a psychological paper on on how that. But works, yeah, that's and he, not supposed to happen, dude. And he ended up ending it because he just couldn't take uh, the the you know, the pressure of of being in the public eye so publicly. Oh, that would drive that would come on, dude. You and I aren't aren't the most social people in the world as far as like wanting to be around hundreds and hundreds of people. You know, that's one thing we do have in common. Could you yeah. imagine if if you if if Cashel was like a true A-list movie star and everywhere you went, people are going, oh my God, that's so-and-so and camera phones are clicking and, and you got to worry, is this dude going to try to make, going to, you know, try to run up and hug her? And there's, and, I mean, yeah, it's, oh, no, that would drive you nuts. Not, I, I know, it would drive me to just start to strangle people. I, I couldn't, no. I wouldn't even want to, I don't like to go out anyway, but I wouldn't go out at all. Yeah, at I, I would, that yeah, would, that would drive that me. That drive me insane. So from that standpoint, I can understand why he did that. I get it. But the fact that he was able to pull Cher back when she wasn't like she wasn't old either. You know, this we're not talking about a 60-year-old Cher. We're talking about she was in her like late 30s during that era, during the, the late 90s. Yeah. Or, early, or early or late 80s. And she was in her 30s or something like that. She wasn't that old. So it's like 
what did you say? Because most of those women that have that kind of money and fame wouldn't even look at you. They wouldn't even look at you. You try to talk to her, hey, how you doing? She's like, don't, don't even look at me, sir. Just give me the bagel and we'll leave. And, or they send their assistant up to talk to him. You know, that's why. I, wow, I, I'm gonna be. That's gonna be wrapped in my brain all day. I'm gonna look that up. And, and I, wow, I, I, wow, I'm speechless. I didn't even know that. That's incredible. <laughs> well, it is because it doesn't work that way. It, it. Could you imagine Halle Berry marrying uh, a, a store manager at Safeway? Oh yeah. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine her going into Safeway? Running into the guy and then striking up a conversation, and the next thing you know, they're 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 an item, and he's on the red carpet, and then they're getting married, and they have a couple kids. That that seems like a beyond a fairy tale, doesn't it? But 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 you could see uh, uh, Denzel on the other hand running into a woman. I know he's married, been married for 150 years. I get that, but you could see Denzel running into the to the same type of person and marry her and have kids, and no one would think anything of it. So I don't know. It wow. He pulled yeah. there. I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I looked it up. Just looked it up. Yeah, they were calling him the a- Bagel Boy. Things went hot and heavy in '86 into '87. He moved wow. into her home. He accepted her. He accompanied her to the Oscars uh, when she took home Best Actress for Moonstruck. So bad man, boy. Heck, that man. I, that I'm man looking at him. He, he has model good looks, but he was a regular dude. What, what, what did you put in the search bar? Share and, and what now? Share and just put in share relationship bagel boy. And he was 20. He was 22. And she was in her 40s. Oh, she was in her 40s. But she still looked great. I mean, you, oh, look, I at the, yeah. you look at the picture. It's like, oh, yeah, she looks she's share. I mean, shares in her 80s now and she's still or late 70s. And she still looks, you know, good for a woman her age. Oh my God! I do remember this. I now it's now I see him. I remember this guy. I never knew he was a bagel guy, but I remember him. I thought he was a I thought he was a movie star too, or an actor. But he snapped on a paparazzi, and uh, and um, uh, he, so those you know they got married briefly. Yeah, and they I were on a trip this. to Italy in '88, and he. Uh, he crashed into uh, the photographer's Honda uh, when they were chasing him, paparazzi, and the guy, oh. and he got charged with assault with a deadly weapon, and it kind of unraveled from that. But he snapped under all the pressure. Yeah, he just got tired of every move they were being watched. Rob Caminelli. Caminelli. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny. I uh, that's another thing. Thank you, Internet. I assumed he was just an actor back then. I did too because he looks like one. He does. He looks like an actor. That's why I never, I never thought about it. I used to see her with him during this time and never thought anything of it. I was like, oh, who's this low rent actor she's with? You know, I mean, he's obviously an actor because he looks like one. He looks yeah. like he should be making movies with Stallone, or, yeah. or he's like Stallone's um, uh, stunt double. That's what he looks like. Okay, now I see why she fell for him. I, I get it now. I mean, you look at the dude and it's like, that's not a regular Joe. That's a dude that just decided he didn't want to be in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Because this dude has the looks to be in Hollywood. I'm sorry right. he just does. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just no doubt about it. Yeah. Oh, also, my brother uh, said that uh, that lady who you, that video I sent you. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You earlier just tell the audience uh, when you, 
uh you sent a video of a karen freaking out on the kids with another uh lemonade stand because yep. it's a pandemic but at this time it was she was a true karen because these kids were white <laughs> yeah i know took, that's what got me she, the dad started filming her because she took their money trying to say she's stopped shutting it down mm-hmm. and she lives in the neighborhood then she started questioning well do you live in this neighborhood and he's like yeah yeah you've seen us here before we live here and uh then she, she snatched his phone. his phone yep now have had that been me i would have been slapping the shit out of that woman Thank you. My brother said you can't do that. It's like it's like she not only robbed the children, she took my phone and I can't hit her. Well, I'll shake the shit out of her. That's for goddamn sure. I'll do what Chris Rock says. I'll shake. I won't hit a woman, but I'll shake the shit out of well, her. Well, now he said I couldn't hit her in the face. I said, okay, can I hit her in the chest? Then you know, can I give her a good gut shot? I mean, what are we talking about here? What? What? what, yeah. what, what, what I have to just let her let her just steal my kids' money and take my phone. I just have to sit there and take it. Yeah, this bullshit. She's just fucking crazy, bitch. You know what we should do? Every week we should have a Karen of the week. Because there, yeah, there's, no there's no shortage. No, there's no there shortage is not. of them. I, we dude. could literally do a Karen of the week every week. In fact, this will be the first one. What was yeah. the first Karen of the week? Woman, uh, what's her name? I'm going to look her up now. I just don't understand why they're all white women. All the, how do they raise to, to, to believe that they can say whatever they want, do whatever they want, act however they want, to whomever they want to do it to? I mean, you don't see them even have a lick of fear. That's what no, baffles they're me. So they're not emboldened. even afraid. Yeah, they're so emboldened and there's this righteous indignation. Like, there's, there, of course, this is how you do it. I'm, I'm right 100%. Yeah, I watched this one lady get into this dude's. She opened up his car door because he was driving down and parked. He was driving down. You know how you go to Winco and the arrows are pointing one way? Well, he was driving opposite of the arrows. Yeah. And he got. she opened up his car door after he parked and wouldn't let him close the door. And I'm thinking, lady, you're not afraid this man is going to knock your teeth out? You're not afraid that this man might be Ted Bundy and just pull, clock you and pull you into the truck and then take you somewhere and you're never seen again? You're not afraid at all? She wasn't scared at all. And that's oh. why sometimes I wonder if, if these are skits. Some of them I think are skits, but some are real. I, oh, yeah. I have a hard time discerning what's real and what isn't, you know, because you just sometimes you can't tell. It's like pro wrestling. It's like you never know if, the, if that wrestler's actually mad or if that's just part of what he's that was what they're supposed to do for you know for the for the match. You know, you're not really sure. You know, you're like, I don't know what's happening here, but I think he's angry. So, but I watched them and I'm like, what? I have tried a million scenarios about these white women who jump in front of guys' cars and won't let them drive away. And I keep telling my brothers, like, you know, can I can I hit them if they do this? He's like, no, you can't hit her with the car. But what if she does this? No, you can't hit her with the car. What if she does this? Or so you can't hit her with the car. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to get away? You know, <laughs> what if I fear for my life? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't nudge him out the way. He's like, I'm never going to give you permission to hit a woman with the hit, hit one of these Karens with a car. Like, but what if I'm scared, man? I have I walk with a cane sometimes. I'm scared. I'm I'm a scared man. Can't you see I it in my voice? My, I feared for my life. I know. What did she? She might have hurt me, so I had to gun my car and run her over. I had no choice. And else, and I was always telling this one. I was like, how else are they going to learn not to do this stuff if they don't get injured? You know what I mean? You know, if, if they if they don't get a black eye or two, how are they gonna learn not to do this? Hmm. I might be saving their life, 
by doing that. I might I might do that, and then they might run into Ted Bundy's you know kid and not get taken because they have the right or they have fear now. I'm yeah. a good guy for doing that. See, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm a good person for doing these things. That's how I see myself anyway. I I, I don't know. You may see me as a bad person, but I see myself as a person trying to help humanity. You're a superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you goddamn right I am. I can't find her name. I found the story and a bunch of people. Oh, came. it's Stacy. It's Stacy something because she says it in, in the. In the oh, video. you're right. You're right. Yeah, she said Stacy, and then they bleeped out her last name, but she said well, Stacy. I remember. Yeah. That. So, uh, she, uh, uh, you know, the cops came and the kids had to end up getting like a haul of a hundred dollars, which reminds me, Eloise had a lemonade stand. And uh, for Wayne and Sandy's yard sale, they had like a giant estate sale when they moved to yeah. McMinnville. Their hall was insane. I mean, they're, how many people make like seven grand on a fucking estate, a yard sale, a garage sale? Well, you and I know the know the the Bartniks uh, personally. We know what they have to sell. So yeah, I yeah. Can well, yeah, we. I some, get it. Okay. I mean, we Heather and I made like. 400 bucks and we were happy but they made like seven g's yeah. but uh eloise had a lemonade stand she made 150 bucks that day <laughs> damn i'm sure she was selling it for more no more than maybe 10 cents 15 cents uh, like, like a quarter 50, 50 cents yeah, but she was, you know we had uh two friends uh, uh their daughters helped out they're a little older in mm. fact those girls are in high school now so it was like the cutest lemonade stand ever with the three of them <laughs> Five bucks, ten bucks sometimes. Uh, and it was good know. lemonade, actually, because Sandy made it. But <laughs> but could you imagine Eloise at six years old coming in saying, this lady just stole all my money? Oh, I would be I mean, livid. I would, it, would, it wouldn't go down as, uh, it wouldn't go down great for that lady. No, she'd get, she'd get her all. teeth knocked in. I mean, I, I, especially after she admitted to taking the money. Yeah, and refuse, refuse to give it back. Yeah, I'm gonna now I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> now I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> I should get a I should get a fucking award for that shit. Oh, uh, kind of back uh, in the vein of what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading a lot about Mar- Marvel rumors of what's coming up with the new X Men. Okay. Uh, these are just rumors. Uh, John Boyega. Said there's no, uh, that he's there's no truth to them, which only fueled the fire because there's little there is t- truth, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. in Marvel, they're known for like lying about stuff to, to keep it under wraps until they did, you know. Because after he said that, then more shit popped up of why John Boyega's lying, <laughs> yeah. So they lie about the truth and then go, Ha, we fooled you. No, you didn't. We knew that, much yeah. We knew you were gonna do that, yeah. Um, but the rumors are, and uh, I was going through several articles, they all kind of, they make sense. Okay. Uh, and look, listen to this cast, man. This X movie, if this, if these rumors are true, this next X movie, X Men movie is going to be fucking fire. All right. Uh, Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill as Kobe Cap. I don't even I, know how that what does that mean? I don't either. I think that's the top as as high as it can go, you know. Oh, that, okay. You know, God, I okay. think I think I hear it used, but I don't know exactly the right context to yeah. use it. So yeah, I don't that's how old we are. I don't even God know what the fuck it is. Damn it, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, X-Men, uh, uh, rumored cast, or some of the rumored cast. Uh, Henry Cavill as Beast. I thought he was going to play Doom. Oh, they, uh, I don't know, but these are just the rumors I've been reading. Uh, John right. Boyega as mm-hmm. Cyclops. Okay, okay, okay. Denzel Washington as Magneto. Ooh. And Giannarlo Esposito, you know, for people who don't know that name, uh, he was Gus on Breaking Bad. He was also Grand Moff uh, uh, Gideon on Mandalorian as Exa- uh, Charles Xavier. Yeah, just look, look, look his name up and you'll recognize him immediately. Yeah. What the fuck? What, what were we saying? Uh, if We were saying this years ago, but we talked touched on it last week. But they have to pull from another atrocity to have these two characters opposite each other, and we're too far removed from the Holocaust. So it's yeah, be something. exactly. So yeah. it's got to be the Rwanda genocide. So that you know, it just uh, if, if if this cast is true, that's what they're pulling from. But how many the nerd rage? No matter how great this fucking cast is, oh the oh black Cyclops is everything so woke. Which is it just bothers me because they're misusing woke for starters. I and know what are. is wrong about finally acknowledging, uh, finally having movies look like the people who watch them? I mean, there's plenty of black nerds out there like us that watch this shit, that read this that shit. Never complained and haven't complained. We Not, watched the Super actually Friends championed and all it. That. Yeah, championed yeah. it. Want to watch it? Not never once complained. It, never bitched. You know, even yeah. you get a token black character like you know uh like storm well storm's been around she's not token i mean she's she's been around forever she's been around forever and she's also the number she's number she's basically number one in x-men uh and uh we watched the original star trek when uhura was it yeah as black actresses and all she did was take messages she was a secretary if you really (laughs) look at it she was a fucking secretary and 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 we didn't complain about how great the show. We love the show, but these here's something, folks can't do that. They just here's some, can't. Here, you know. Oh, by the way, uh, we lost uh, Miss Nichols uh, last week. Yeah, she did. She passed. Yeah. Um, something I didn't know. Her and Gene Roddenberry had an affair in the '60s. Have you seen or, what she did? You see what she used to look like? Are you surprised? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Roddenberry's got good taste, Jack. I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> but uh, you she know, people that little, were, that little people outfit, little Starfleet she, outfit she, every day. Come she on, wrote man. about it in her book, in her autobiography. You know, by that time, him and his wife were dead. So it's okay but, to talk about it now. Well, she wasn't like wrecking any homes. And That's what I mean. Like, okay. People, now, yeah, now. people were like, "It's bullshit," and her, you know, it was confirmed. Uh, they did have an affair in the late '60s, early '70s. For about five years, off and on. Yeah, I, I believe it, man. I and then, it. and then when he put her in Star Trek, uh, it was at the time, you know, '66, so it was controversial to put a black woman in the forefront of a show as a main character. Absolutely. And uh, the NBC were like, well, "We're we're not gonna, you know, you can't have her." And he's like, "Either she stays." Or I pull this entire show. I pull the plug on this entire thing. So they had no choice because he was serious as a heart attack about pulling out if they wouldn't have her. Well, you also got to remember he compromised once before with uh, Major. I think her name was. I think it was Major Barrett 
when they, when uh, Pike was the captain, because right. she was the number one, and then they said we can't have a woman be that close to being a captain, so he had to remove her and make and then and, and put um put that's when he put I think it's when he promoted Spock at that yeah. point. He said they're he gonna never have an did... alien than a, than, a, than a human female. Yeah, and he's like the whole point of this show is that it's in a time where none of this shit matters, right? So yeah. what? So it, it it defeats the purpose of even showing it. And he was like, he's like, that's why you have an a. He's like, well, they're like, you have an Asian guy and a black woman. We can't have this. And he's like, he's like, look, either it stays or we just take our show somewhere else. And they were like, all right, whatever. It's they not. It's going to fail. About the Russian guy who was on the show. Well, he was he white because he's white. But he was Russian. We were in the almost in the middle. We were. We were it was the beginning of the Cold, Cold War. War. It was the beginning of the Cold War. Yes. But that's okay for Pavel Chekhov, but God forbid a black woman answers the phone. I mean, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. And an Asian man drive. Yeah. Well. Because <laughs> he's a, well, shut up. Stop. Uh, well. Stop it. Well. <laughs> Stop it. Ah, <laughs> uh, good for you. You caught me. <laughs> like, well. <laughs> okay, so uh. Cap. In, in slang in the urban dictionary uh oh. that used to be busted cap which was apparently yeah came from northern ireland it oh really uh kneecap yeah I, oh it's no a idea. kneecap yeah now okay. what it means in slang it means uh to lie or in black slang oh, the cap so means to brag exaggerate or to lie about it so that's cap so, that's so when they say no cap that means they're telling the truth yeah no lie so i guess they suffer they 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 subbed out one three-letter word for another no lie, no cap. Really, guys? This is what you're doing now? All They're right. Both three-letter <laughs> words. Not like you shorten anything, which I could get, but just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking way too deep into this, and it's going to make my head hurt. So <laughs> um, I read that they signed Denzel. I read the list of guys that they signed, and I was thinking, who in the hell is Denzel going to play? And then, I, then when I saw Henry Cavill, I was like, they kept saying on this one video that he's supposed to be playing Doom, and I'm like, that's a good choice for Doom. He would be a good Doom. He would be a very good Doom. And what a fuck you to the DC people if he is. Right. In a finally a quiet. And uh, oh, did you hear? Um, speaking of DC, uh, Paramount, or not Paramount, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. No, is Warner Brothers doing the DC? No, Sony. God damn it. One of them, that's hard. One, one of them. Whoever put out. God damn! I have to look at whoever put out uh, the Justice League. Now would yeah, that would be Warner Brothers. That was Warner Brothers, yeah. Uh, they they admitted that they pretty much folded to bots for that whole release the Snyder cut because they lost their ass on that on that four hour cut uh, that went to HBO Max yeah. because it wasn't nearly as successful as they thought it was going to be. In fact. The first week of the of the premiere of the of of the that four hour Justice League the Snyder cut, only twenty percent actually finished it, and uh, after a month, only fifty percent actually fifty percent of all views actually completed the movie. It's long, man, and a lot of people can't sit that long for it. Well, yeah, you but know, that long. that but no, that includes like. You know, like even if it takes you a month to watch it. Oh, oh, you're comp- talking about total time. Total, yeah. Not, okay, I thought you meant like in one city. I'm like, man, hey, no, no, that's a long total time to complete see it. viewings. So you know, they realized 
what a lot of people already suspected is that this these people released the Snyder Cut fucktards that were like um, the vast majority. It was a very small majority, a very small group, and the vast majority of that group were bots that this small majority were putting out to make it seem like it was because it's like the people that I like, I like Schneider, but I don't think he should write anything. No, he's a director. When when he writes, you get the Snyder cut of Justice League. You get that really visually stunning and cool looking zombie movie, like the the three hour zombie movie that shouldn't be three hours. Uh, that one that starred Dave Bautista. I already forgot it. Oh, uh, oh, City of, uh, yeah, City the, of the Dead, yeah, Army of the Dead. No, Army of the Dead. Yeah, I think that's is that right. right? Army of the Dead. I think I think so. Let me look it up. I think that's it. But I, I like think the, you're right. I like the four hour one. I don't know why. I was one I of the few that did. I, I, did, no, no, I liked no. it. It's a better movie, but it's it's but it absolutely is a better movie. It's just not a good one. It's better than the theatrical. It makes actually makes more sense. Yeah, and it, it fleshes out things. Movie. Yeah, yeah, it you it makes it, there's a through line because you can't tell uh, that story in two hours. It's just no, too big. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been it should have been over a couple of movies, and it shouldn't have been like you know the third movie in that Snyderverse. Right. But um, whatever. But <laughs> but it's. It it does so now they're banking everything on it looks like on this new um uh what is this what is this um Black Adam yeah they are they're not even they're not even oh man it's going to be another mistake although the new trailer have you seen the latest trailer for Black Adam I did the and... most recent it looks like it looks better it but I'm I'm not I'm not clamoring to see it I'm going to see it. So I can talk about it competently, but I'm not stoked. No, no. And, and part of the reason why I'm not stoked, and I hate to keep saying this, but The Rock hasn't improved as an actor at all in, 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 in almost 20 years. And I, I watched his stilted delivery in some of the cuts of, of, the, um, of, of the trailer. And I'm just like, you know, I'm going to enjoy it because it looks like it's got a lot of action. I love Pierce Brosnan, you know, and yeah, I too. love the that particular, you know, part of the DC universe. It's just that he's such a crappy actor, you know. He's he's all charisma, looks, and size. He can't act at all, and that's what just drives at me. Well, he, I, I he's worse I, than Arnold was as an actor, and Arnold was a terrible actor. Well, just I don't, terrible. I don't, yeah, Arnold was pretty bad, but yeah. I think. I don't think The Rock is bad. I think The Rock has zero range. He has one note, and he does that well. And because he can do mm. one note and he looks the part, that's what gets him through. And he does have a lot of charisma. And he's that's a good-looking I mean. guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but I like I, you know, I'll forever say this. I mean, if you watch, if you I, uh, if you watch, um, Peacemaker. John Cena has way more range. I mean, he, when he had to kill his dad, you believed he was sad about it. He went, you watch a guy that was like one way, and then you, at, by the end of the show, by the end of the series, you're rooting for him. I mean, I don't know. I think he has way more range. You watch him in comedies. He's a, you know, he, he, had, he does, I think John Cena has way more range he does. than The Rock. 
He's a much better actor, and so is Batista. They're both much better. At what what I like about Batista, and this is something that both Batista and Cena have that The Rock does not have. They, Batista purposely looks for roles that are outside of his comfort zone because he's trying to be a better actor. Right. Yes. And he doesn't mind being second, third, fourth banana, like in Dune. He's like fourth tier guy. He's mm-hmm. one of the, you know, he he asked for that role. Yeah. When he was in when he was in uh Blade Runner 20 uh he he wanted to play like a me- he was in there for like 5 minutes in yeah. that movie. He took he they wanted yeah. him to take a bigger part. He's like, "No, I need to challenge myself." John Cena does the same fucking thing. Yeah. But when you go with the move with the rock, oh, I have to win this fight or we have to trade blows for blows or I can't yield to the, that. You let your ego get in the way of your work. Of pretending to fight. That's my thing. It's like, dude, you're not fighting. This is not the WWF anymore, dude. Stop doing this. He, when I read the punch, when I read that article about the punch count, I yeah. almost put him on the do not watch list. Because it was that so, is so re- re- it ridiculous. Is, it is such like wrestler so shit. Yeah, so that's what I mean. The, the other two guys are interested in the long. They're looking at the long game because eventually people will get tired of seeing The Rock's face because he's everywhere. Yeah, and then when you get like guy who even like look at Arnold. Look at Arnold's later movies. Like he does a zombie movie where he doesn't have any action. He's mostly a grieving father that can't. Get rid of his zombie daughter. Yeah, yeah. and he, he starts trying to pick stuff that he actually that will challenge him because he's exhausted all the action shit. Yeah, the Rock's gonna run into that same problem if he doesn't develop some range. I, I he's not, he, a, and he's not, he's not like a Denzel to where Denzel doesn't have a lot of range, but no. Denzel can play Denzel as this, and Denzel he does that so well yeah, we forgive it. Same thing with, yep. same thing with um. Uh, with um, Jeff Goldblum, he do- and and Jack Nicholson, they just they're one note. That's true. Yeah, I forgot note, about Jack Nicholson, but you're right. Yeah, but their one note is so strong, uh, we forgive it because they're so good at it. Mm-hmm. Rock doesn't have that. He has no. one note, but it's not it's not it's not a blade like those guys. No, it, you're right. It's not. I mean, Denzel is Denzel as a cop. Denzel as a preacher. Denzel as a breathing father. He's always Denzel, but Something about him makes you go see his damn movies. And Jeff yeah. Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum, whether he's a cop on TV, whether he's in Jurassic Park as a as a, as a, as, a, as a mathematician. It doesn't matter. He's Jeff Goldblum, but yep. you still go and watch Jeff Goldblum because I think you know what you're going to get. The Rock seems to like some. Sometimes I think his ego is so big that he thinks he's diversifying his acting skills with different roles. And it's like, dude, you're not. He's like the emperor with no clothes. No one will tell The Rock, dude, you're a shitty actor. You do the same stuff over and over again. It's going to catch up to you. And no yep. one also will look him in the eye and go, stop doing so many movies back to back. Take a year off. Go away for a while. Make the people want to see you. Disappear. Yeah. He yeah. won't do that, though. He, he, he won't. He, he won't. He will not. And I, and I, and I, and I think it's the wrestler in it, you know, that you work 300 days a year, whether you like it or not. This is what we do. You grind, you grind. It's like, I no, think, we I don't. think, and I think part of it is, uh, I think you're right, and I think part of it is, uh, I, 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 you know, I gotta ride this wave till it goes away, and let, yep. let, let's go. But dude, you, you're, you're, you what? You've, you've made all, you've, you've made all the money. 
Yeah. If he stops working tomorrow, his kids and his grandkids will be fine. It's like he's like he's got that poor mentality. He that, does. Yeah, he does. You're that right. You just got to work mm-hmm. yourself into a grave. And to, dude, how big does your yacht have to be? Yeah. You You're don't right. have to be doing everything. Yeah, he he has, he has the attitude that if I don't do this movie that they've given to me, I'm going to lose my house, my car, my kids are going to go hungry. I have to do this. If I don't do this movie right after this one, my kids are going to go hungry. I'm going to lose my house and my car and everything. That He's got a, a mentality of someone who is living paycheck to paycheck, not the mentality of a man yeah, who's but, worth $500 million. Yeah, he's been in the zone with movies for two decades now. Yeah. Since 99. Yeah, since that and, first role in The Scorpion King. That's when it all started. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you need to go. If he were to go away after this Black Adam thing, if he were to go away for like a year, maybe two, and come back with like like a hard-hitting drum. Now, he did good in the Gridiron Gang, I thought, but he was just a rock as a football coach. Right. I saw the, yeah, that's what I was going to say, dude. He was just the rock as a football coach, dude. It, the wasn't, only t- it wasn't like Denzel and then and, and, and remember the Titans. It's not, not nearly the same thing. Uh, two it's, different coaches. It's so funny. The, the best work, the best acting work is before he became a mega star. Before he could say, no, I'm not doing that. Yes, I'm doing this. Before, you know, unless he's going to, like, uh, another one was that, what was that one action movie? Where he, he got out of jail and he ran. Oh, faster. He, faster. Yeah. yeah, he did a good job in that. In the beginning, he was kind of a big pussy. And then at the end, he was just murder on his mind. All his best acting range stuff was before he could shot call. And now it's just like the rock show. Now he shot calls to the point where. Where it's just exhausting. Who, it's like yeah. you watch a movie, it's like, well, I know how this is going to end because exactly. of who's in it. Yeah. He needs to do a movie. I, I, you know, he needs to do a movie where he gets killed. (laughs) Doom. He needs to do another Doom. And Doom was a horrible movie, but I like the fact that he wasn't the good guy. Yeah. The fact that he got killed. I like the fact that he was the big heavy. It's like, dude, stop being the good guy. Stop punch counting. Stop, stop counting how many waters uh, the, the, your your co-star has in the cooler in their trailer. You know, just just do your just do your thing. Learn your craft because he is not learning his craft, man. He is just he's just awful at it. But then again, he would look at you and go, "But I'm the highest paid actor in Hollywood. What yeah. Do I need what do I need to learn anymore for?" And I'm like, if you want to have that attitude, great. But I think you want to win an Academy Award someday. And I think he'd tell you he does. But look, yeah. You better, I, you better work on your craft. You better Jack. work on your craft. Look, look at the, like, okay, like Arnold did with, uh, what was it? Maggie. That was his big kind of yeah, that, dramatic that's, moment. That's the zombie one, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, look at look at uh, Van Damme with JVVC. Great uh, movie. J- oh, that was great. Movie. He yeah. was just playing, he was playing himself. Yeah, as a guy that's past his prime and needs to figure out what to do, so he's just he. So it was just a cool turn. He was like, "Oh, he's actually acting." There's another movie uh, he did called In Hell. It was a prison movie, and he did some good acting. And fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, Lawrence Taylor did some good acting, which was weird, but he was Wait, in that LT's movie from the football football. Yeah, LT? he played one of the prisoners, and he was like. He did some acting. It was just kind of cr- in hell. In hell. Oh, yeah, it came out that. like in the early two thousands. And look at uh, Stallone. Always tries, even though he fails more than he hits. 
But when he tries to be dramatic sometimes, sometimes he nails it. Like Copland, he did a great job. Yeah, he did. And he, he was really good in Copland. To the point where he's like, I got to break the, this action star thing. People think, so he, he gained 40 pounds, yeah. stopped working out. His actor was deaf in one ear and was kind of slow. It wasn't the, you know, and he, you know, you, you want, you rooted for him because he was trying his best as a, like personally, and he was doing an unconventional hero. He wasn't like, you didn't know if he was going to win. So yeah, you, the you Rock, really didn't. Yeah, you didn't. I remember watching that when it came out. You did not know how that was going to end. And it yeah. was, that was Stallone's best performance since, Rock, I agree. since the original Rocky. Yeah. That was yeah. his best performance since the original Rocky because people don't understand that first Rocky, he was an actor playing a boxer. He hadn't turned into Balboa yet. You know, he yeah, was the Italian right. stallion. He was a down-on-his-luck fucking leg-breaker who got was, a chance, yeah. in, the biggest chance in the world, and almost blew it. Mm-hmm. And then stopped his And he doesn't team. win at the end. I know. That's what was great. That's what was great about it. You think The Rock would actually do that? Nope. No. Okay. Now he'd have like, to win. That's why I was so dis- disappointed when I heard, one, because Carpenter is one of my 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 favorites. And... uh uh, he when he's the your, Rock was he's talking, your God, okay, I, we know. When, when the Rock wanted to do big, redo Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck!" He wanted he wanted to play the Jack Burton role, but I I knew I'm glad it failed. I'm glad it didn't come to fruition because he would have fucked it up. The whole thing with Jack Burton is that he thinks he's the hero, and but he's, he's not. totally not. If you watch that movie, he's only in one fight, and it's a knife. He throws it. He he kills the the villain. With throwing a knife and stabbing him, but every fight he gets incapacitated. His side, the so called sidekick, is the star and the hero. But the whole movie, you're following this guy that thinks he's the shit, but he he doesn't get in one fight. Yeah, every he, single fight, something happens where he gets one, he gets knocked out. Another fight, he gets he's strapped to a chair. Another fight, one guy he gets in a tussle with dies on top of him and he's like not human he's like 400 pounds so he's stuck under him he only he doesn't get in one fight only thing he does is he throws a knife and uh, at the very end he's like well i'm here to help you and that, that's kind of the joke do you think the rock would allow that allow himself to be the buffoon of the movie yeah hell no no he would have ruined the joke of the, the movie. rock would have been an immediate rewrite jack it has to be the hero now yeah. there could be some comedic moments but well, that's, that's he's not gonna the, he's yeah. not gonna play the asshole. Or the, yeah, he's or the not loser. gonna play the he's not gonna play the the butt of the joke. Jack Burton is the butt of that joke. That's the joke. The guy thinks he's John Wayne. That's why he talks like John Wayne. But he isn't. He's not a. Fu- he's not. He's not. He's not shit. He's not. That's that's the whole point. That that little his sidekick is the one beating everybody up, saving the day. And he's and he comes in at the very end, going, "Whew, good thing we did that." Yeah, it's like you didn't do mm-hmm. anything. You didn't do nothing, dummy. <laughs> It wasn't, wasn't you. There's, but, it's like you know, if Rock took it over, all he would do is be the star of the movie. It would, it would suck. It would totally what, suck. Look at what he's done with Black Adam already. He, he, Turning he, him into an anti-hero yeah. when the guy is not a fucking anti-hero. The guy's as bad as it gets, dude. He is. He is the truest definition of revenge, vengeance, hatred, and murdering. That's what the Black Adam was. Yeah, and he keeps Sorry. saying. Oh, and in the interviews, he's like, he was a slave, and he's uh, anti-hero. Yeah, he was a slave, but he 
but when he was free, he was just just as evil as the people that enslaved him. Yeah, he, he was so bitter yeah. and filled with hate. He wasn't doing any good. No. <laughs> so I, again, <laughs> he misses the point. Well, he's the Rock. He has to do it his way, you know. And that's why that's why they put him in charge of the whole D. You know, he's a he's a major voice in the whole DC universe, which I just find well uh, ridiculous, man. Well, I wouldn't uh, let they, him do that. They're they're giving him a lot of car blanche with Black Adam, but they finally hired their Foggy guy, um, who could tell the, the Rock to go to hell. Well, yeah, they thing? finally they Good. just recently, like a couple weeks ago, hired this guy. I forget the guy's name, but uh, he has. He has, uh, looking at his uh, repertoire from what I remember, he has, um, he can turn it around if if they if they listen to him because he's done some good work. Let me look that up. I forget the guy's name. Yeah, because 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 the because the Rock is still attached to which is he's weirdly attached to his ex wife. They, they have that that production company has Seven Bucks Production is run by him and his ex wife and all of her relatives. You know, like, yeah, because they which they, is weird. <laughs> well, yeah, yes and no. Uh, people, uh, Cashel talks about how crazy it is that Heather and I get along so well and co-parent so well. This is most most you know most divorced couples with yeah, a kid. No, there's yeah. always there's battle lines drawn with the family and the exes. Hell, we we you know we have we have uh, you know Christmas together mm-hmm. still. So I I wouldn't I don't think I'm gonna go into business with Heather, but. But right. I get, I get it, especially if you break up, you know, peacefully and amb- amicably. Yeah, they did and, do that. It's and just... she, and she she was there from the beginning. She was there to toe the line when he was yeah. when he literally had seven bucks <laughs> when he was you know when when he was in wrestling and got hurt and it wasn't sure if he was going to be able to continue through uh through with wrestling. She was there. I mean, I get it. He's probably. He's so big. He's she's probably one of the few people he completely trusts because she's been there through all of it. Mm, eh, so I, I I get it. I get it. It's just it's just it's just I'm so used to the negativity. Well, it's kind of like my grandmother asking why Heather was at my uh my my wife's bridal shower. You know, yeah. It's like, it, it's like well, it see. I wanted. I told my grandma. I said, look, there are some people in this world that it's hard to hate, no matter what they do. Heather happens to be one of those people. It's it's hard to hate her. I hate to say that out loud, but it is. It's just hard to dislike her. Sometimes you want to. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I want to choke the shit out of her. But you you just can't because it's like, she's so nice. You just, I don't know. You just, you you can't hate her. You really can't. You can be mad for a little bit, but you can't hate her. Did you find that dude's name? Um, I'm looking. Uh. So let's see. What'd you say? DC cinematic. I'd say this DC cinematic universe. Would it be just a showrunner? No, it's not a showrunner. He may have been a showrunner, but he's in charge of the whole cinematic universe now. He's like their version of Foggy because that's what they've been floundering with trying to find somebody. I'm trying to find Greg Bertinelli, Bertinati. Wait, what did you say? Greg Berlanti. Real skinny dude with glasses. Uh, uh, I'm looking right now. Like this could be him, but I'm not sure. Um, uh, Jeff Johns, maybe. Oh, god damn it! 
Well, I could be this guy. I'm saying. Hold on. Because I know the guy doing it like is a comic book nerd. I know that much. Yeah. That's, that's what the little bit I do know about him is, is that he is a true nerd of comic books. You know, I think this is the guy you're talking about. Ah, Dan Lin. Okay. It was neither one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. Dan Lin. He's there. It's Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers is actually doing the DC universe. Uh, Warner Brothers and Sony, but Warner Brothers is the parent company. So uh, the guy. Um, Spell his last name. Uh, L I N D. What did I say? Yeah, L I N. Dan Lin. It's an oh, Asian Lin. dude. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah, I know who that. Oh, this guy. I did not know it was this guy. He was just named uh, like their foggy, like this month. Hmm. So oh, he produced Sherlock Holmes, Lego movie, Lego Bat. Wow, the Lego movies, huh? All right. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll give him a shot because you produce those Lego. I movies. mean, those how how huge? Who, yeah, who? You know, I mean, they they need somebody, and fucking entrusting the Rock with everything was fucking. It just seemed like that's where it was going until they hired this guy, and oh. that would have been a fucking mistake. And he graduated from the Wharton School of Business, and. Harvard. Yeah, this guy's pretty smart, knows what he's doing. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna until he fucks it up, I'm gonna I'm gonna just roll with this dude. Yeah. Until we'll see or he if has. he fucks him. Because I'm not gonna say he's going to, but yeah, but they don't have a good track record. No, they really don't. <laughs> it's just I mean they pushed Aquaman back to Christmas of next year. You know why? Well, because Amber Amber Heard's dumbass. Well that correctly. yeah, that was part of it, but everything is clearing the decks for uh for uh, for uh, um, Black Adam, <laughs> is that what they did? Is that why they did that? They're trying to they're they're trying to jumpstart another cinematic universe instead of just leaning hard into their animated stuff where they shine and just doing these stuff individual and individual movies focusing on that. They're still focused on trying to do what Marvel has done and. Uh. Maybe this guy will slow that down, but they but because of COVID, they're shooting a lot of stuff that doesn't really jive with what they had in mind. The Zack Snyder stuff is done. They're not going back to that universe. They're trying to reboot it, and now with the Flash in turmoil and Batman, uh, the Batman, uh, the, you know, they were trying to get Affleck or not Affleck. They were trying to uh, do. Um, uh, Batman with, uh, I mean, they're doing uh, all the Batman are making appearance, but they were trying to lean back into um, Michaels as doing like a Batman movie with just him. It's like, why are you going in all these directions again? Focus. Focus on one through line and follow that through. They're always trying to spin all these plates and that's where they fail. Yeah, they, they, it's, like, it's like they don't have the one thing that I've always said Marvel has had, and we didn't we didn't really know it when it fir- when Iron Man first came out, we didn't realize what they were what they were doing. And I even think they admitted they didn't realize it was going to turn into this. But they had a plan, you know, yeah. a real plan of how they were going to progress from one place to the other, and they followed it. And DC just doesn't seem to 
to have any sort of cohesive plan where it's like, okay, we're going to make this movie, then we're going to make this movie, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do these shorts, and then we're going to do this TV series, and it'll all tie together with this is the big baddie, instead of just throwing up a movie and then bringing Darkseid in there. It's like, what are you doing? Why would you do that? It took 10 years for us to see Thanos. What are you doing? Well, why would you do that? I mean, I, I liked seeing Darkseid, but I wasn't expecting Darkseid to come right away. You know, I mean, no. give us Batman Beyond. I mean, if you really want to stick with Keaton, fine. Have him be the older Batman then. Also, yeah. I don't want to see any more Batman origin stories. How about oh, that? I'm done with that shit. How about we don't do any more origin stories for Batman, Wonder Woman? Also, I heard that uh, the next Wonder Woman is going to be uh, her black twin. Uh, whatever her name is, I can't remember. Her oh, name. really? Yeah, that's what I've been reading. That uh, this is supposed to be Gal Gal Gadot's last one, um, and then they're going to bring in uh, her twin sister, the black girl, as uh, as the next. Well, or are they going to make it and then trash it? <laughs> oh, who knows? But I'm just saying that that seems that's from what I read. That's that seems to be the plan uh, to make her the new Wonder Woman, and I and since she's been in lore since 1972. These white boys in their little anger can't get mad because this, she's been around for over 50 years. So you can't act like this is a woke thing. This is 50 right. years of history. So I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> she's not going to play uh, whatever. What was what, 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 Diana? She's not Princess Diana. She's a brand new person. Okay. Well, so it's kind of like, it. I, I'm so sick of the, well, I'll say this and then we got to go because we're going to cut right. off soon. But uh, it's kind of like uh, I finally got caught up on She-Hulk. And it's great. I like it. It's fun. It's easily digestible because it's just light. Yeah. And well, she addresses the fourth wall quite a bit. People are like, oh, it's such bullshit. Deadpool. He has, saying that, you know right away they didn't read the comics because she did it before Deadpool did. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. she did, that. Her comics did it before because my sister would read the Hulk. Uh, She-Hulk. Because I always read the Hulk. And uh, she read, started reading She-Hulk when she thought she was in the comics. <laughs> she really wasn't. For like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, because I would go, we'd make a pit stop when I was a kid to the comic book store so I could pick up my my comics. And uh, she's like, I want to read She-Hulk. Was it Future Dreams? Did you, that where you got your stuff from? Uh, no, this is in Vancouver in the early Oh, that's right. That's right, right. You go over Vancouver. I forgot. Yeah. Down here, we all went to Future Dreams. And that was it. <laughs> well, it's so funny. There was no comic book store, but the Thriftway by my house had a pretty extensive comic book section. Remember back really? when grocery stores used to have sell comic books too I on the do. on the spindle on the spindle on the spin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my they god! They used to have right in the magazine section with all the. They yep. had like an entire two uh, an entire aisle on both sides, just full of magazines, and then the spinning comic book thing. God, yeah, there. Yeah, we, we are. Oh my god! <laughs> but um. Um, they they had three spindles and they had all the comics I would read. It been, uh, I started reading uh, She Hulk because I just read hers out of boredom after reading mine, mm. and uh, and she would break the fourth wall in the comics quite a bit. Hmm. And uh, but it was funny. Everything you should check it out. It's really fun. Uh, every week it's a yeah. You know, uh, she's like, we're not one of these shows where we have a cameo every week of somebody and every week is a big cameo of, of, of <laughs> somebody. somebody. Yeah. Uh, the first one is uh, Bruce Banner and you kind of, they set up because Marvel can't do a, a Hulk movie, right? But they can do a Hulk show and it kind of sets up world war Hulk 
even though Ragnarok kind of was uh, kind of that, but this actually looks like it's setting up because he's in he's in that 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 uh, that planet's ship and he's heading towards that planet yeah. to find out why that ship was. The, it's it, I'm I'm looking forward to it if they do it. I know there's supposed to be nine episodes of She-Hulk, and I think there's only been five so far. I'm yeah, of, five, trying, five. I'm trying to wait for all nine before I. I want to just. Well, they're knock so it digestible, dude. They're so fun to watch, and there's they're only. They're really like sitcom their length because it's it leans more into like light and it's com- comedic, like the comic was, and they're only twenty five minutes per episode. Mm, yeah, and uh, uh, but it's they're fun. I've uh, Heather, Heather, Eloise. Every time I think of Eloise, I say Heather. But Eloise, Cashel, and I all watched, uh, all watched, uh, caught up on all, all of them. They're pretty good. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing her when it's Winnie uh, Wong was in the last two episodes. Yes, uh, yeah. Abomination was in there, uh, Reformed Abomination, and it, it explains why we saw Abomination in Shang Chi. You you find out why. It's pretty fucking cool, and it's funny. Like the comics, when people make an appearance, you know, like any of the solo movies, like Ant Man tends to be a little leans a little lighter. So when there's characters outside. Of like you know like when there's characters outside of their universe or in you know when they're all in the Avengers movies it's all serious, but when they're in their perspective universes you know when it's a solo movie you're kind of sucked into whatever mood they're in so everyone's kind of in a lighter mood like Wong is in this one but he ends up befriending this real bimbo kind of drunk. Uh, oh yeah, the one he gets on the witness stand, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They end up becoming like buddies and they watch shows together. Dude, give it a shot. I really enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Oh, I'm planning on watching. I was. I'm just trying. I've been trying to follow it in order because the order is like She-Hulk, and then uh, Miss Marvel, and then uh, Thor, Thor Love, and um, whatever it's called. Thunder, Love and Thunder. Have you haven't watched that yet? No, I'm trying to do an order. I'm thinking today I'm just gonna fucking do Miss Marvel and then do uh, the uh, the Thor movie. But I'm also planning on doing, uh, because I want to see how much of a difference it's going to make, is buying the uh, four-hour version of Doctor Strange. I really want to see how much they left out oh, and how yeah. much of a difference uh, the four-hour version is from two hours. Two, two additional hours, yeah, that's, but that's a lot mostly, to cut down. You know, that's, that's, a, that's mostly supplemental stuff, I think, and maybe some alternate scenes. I bet you there's a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff like... Um, uh, you don't have to pay for it, right? You have the well. This one, I think, this was nineteen ninety nine for the for the four hour one, at least from what I saw. Oh wow! Yeah, it used I, to be free. I think it was too at one point. I think I missed my window because <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen them do that to me a couple times, where it's like, oh, it's free, and then I'll come back like a week later, and it's not free. Like Morbius is free now. Yeah, on Netflix. Who knows how long that's going to be? So I watched it as soon as I saw it. I was like, oh, "Fuck it!" It's free. Was, was it was it as dumb as you thought it was going to be? No, I actually didn't didn't hate it. I didn't oh, love it. Gosh. Didn't hate it. I just it was just there. You know, I thought the CGI was pretty pretty bad, uh, but I didn't mind the story. You know, I just I didn't mind it, and I'm not praising it. I'm not gonna. I kind of nothinged it. You know, I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's another comic book movie. All right, big deal." You know, yeah, I, I, just, gonna, I, just didn't, I just didn't have any emotional tie to it. That's all. Yeah, I was going to check it out just so I can confidently shit on it. Well, you should watch <laughs> it. You'll probably feel like I do. You're not going to hate it. You're not going to like it. You're just going to be like, eh. eh. Uh, another, another, another 
mistake that DC makes, they're turning him into an anti-hero. Another bad guy they're making. They don't want real bad guys, I guess. Nobody oh, gonna... wants a bad guy anymore. Well, uh, DC, or not DC, Marvel has said we are going to, they announced that uh, Kane is definitely one of the big bads. I think we're going to have two big bads, but Kane is definitely one of them. I think it's going to be Kane and Doom. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I think, I think we're going to get a God Doom. Yeah. If we do, it's going to be fucking chaos. Now, if they do any more after this, the next and last, the, to finish it all out, the last big bad has to be Galactus. I mean, I can't think of anything else. That well, that's more of a force of nature. That's not, he's not a bad guy. Well, you could make him bad. You could make him like he, like when, uh, like he turned on the scroll world because they killed one of his heralds. And oh, he, that's and he, and he killed all the scroll worlds, all of them, all because they killed his herald. He wasn't just hungry and eating the planet here and there. No, he killed them all. So, he can be made into a bad guy. And, yeah. and, you could, and like you said, you tie, him, you tie him easily into the Silver Surfer. But I think if you, when Marvel does decide to finish this and tie it all up, Galactus has to be, you know, the last one. You know, I can't think of anything bigger or badder than him. Also, oh, I know what I was going to tell you. Uh, Marvel is in talks, or at least the rumor is, for The Rock to be Apocalypse. Uh I could see him playing Apocalypse. As Apocalypse or as The Rock playing Apocalypse? Well, here's the thing. You got to consider the source. If they hire him to play the Apocalypse, they're not going to let him do what he wants to do. (laughs) It's either you play ball or you go home. They don't fuck around. You're not going to bend. They have a a finely tuned machine. And if you fuck with that machine, you can't be part of it. You can't be a cog in it. So that, uh, I hope you're right, dude. I dude, really hope you're look, right. They hire, they hire the directors they have, and they have a vision, and they stick to it. I mean, they may misstep with a movie here and there. It's not as good, or or maybe you don't like it as much, or it's a little this or a little that. But it, you have to admit, they all go. They all they have a they have a they have a, a way. And you know they got some of the most powerful actors in that in that series and twenty two movies and they're not gonna let anybody rock the boat. They're just not. Yeah, even though The Rock's the biggest star in the world, I I I I, I do believe that they would. You really think you really in his think, contract you don't get a say in nothing? Yeah, you really think Foggy's gonna let let The Rock tell him how it's gonna go? Do you really believe that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Look, now, when we do this now, The Rock is going to have to make sure that he wins the fight in the end. No, Apocalypse has yeah. to die, dude. That's Apocalypse is going to die. He's going to go. Well, they don't really kill Apocalypse. He just goes to sleep for a couple hundred years. Yeah. And, and he comes back or he just or hibernates for you know, a decade and comes back with some bullshit. Yeah, but so, The Rock doesn't think he should hibernate. The Rock thinks that he should. Uh, he's an anti-hero. Know, well, yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> and he should be. He should be slowly turning into a good guy. That way, you could incorporate him. All right, get out, Dwayne. Just get out. All right, you know what? Just get stop stuff. talking. Just, just stop get talking. the fuck out. Get the fuck out. We're tired of you <laughs> and your receding hairline. And, and you, you get the fuck away from us, okay? Oh, last thing. Did I tell you that this guy swears to God the Rock has had a nose job and his lips reduced? I don't see that. I mean, I, I I looked at pictures of The Rock from his first match up until Black Adam. He he hadn't had nothing done to his. No, face. he had nothing done to his face. Now, only I thing don't know he, why that didn't. Only that. thing that changed was he got bigger and he lost hair. And he like, exactly. <laughs> and he got hairline, more wrinkled. That's it. Yeah, the hairline kept going back and back until he just said fuck it and shaved it. Right. And he got bigger. Yeah, he A did lot not bigger. 
get his nose cut old cut cut down because this guy said that he was trying to hide his blackness. So he yeah. cut his nose down and he slimmed out his lips so he could. And I'm like, no, yeah, he no, he didn't. Yeah, he looked, I said, yeah, ah, I was looking, I was looking at it. Yeah, I, I I I looked at those two pictures, like the one where he's in that stupid fanny pack, and then him in Black Adam in the Black Adam outfit, and I'm like, dude, it's the same dude except older. Yeah, Stop. yeah. Yeah, why would you like? Why would you make make that up? I mean, it's not I bet you the guy's just a whole tap. He just needs something to be angry about. Oh, one last thing. I know sure. I keep saying one last thing. I know. Right? One last thing. We're like the Lord uh, of the Rings. The last Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Are we done so One more time. Uh, the Queen died last week. I'm glad that bitch is dead. I and who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> fuck her and her 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 lasting legacy of. Of, of of murder and genocide and theft. Fuck her. Glad she's dead. Let's just hope Prince Charles is is, is the fake king of a better better monarchy. But her, fuck her. I hope she died painfully. I hope it hurts. Jeez. Oh, I hope I, don't, it I don't have that much venom for her. Fuck but her. I, I hope I, it hurts. I don't. I don't give a shit. I you know why? Because she put the king. She put kings in concentration camps. I know people in the West only think concentration camps happened to the Jewish people in World War Two. Now. She put tens and thousands of them in there because they had the nerve to go like, Queen, fuck you. We want our own place back. So she locked them in, 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 in concentration camps and tortured and murdered them. Fuck her. I hope it hurt. Okay? I hope it hurt. I feel better now. Well, that's our show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we will see you next week. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>